You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming sponsored by Making Moves Life Coaching Services. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, Las Vegas. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and more. Can you believe it's October already? And I say that to you, Wes, as the, we make contact with our listening audience out here to have another show dealing with Veterans Affairs Plus. Uh, I want to start out, as usual, with some announcements. One, I want to uh, express condolence to Jim Yeager. He's one of our fellow uh, American Legion, and he's a VFW uh, soldier who lost his mom most recently. We just want to let you know we're thinking about you, Jim. We care about you, and we're praying for that God ease you, man, as your mom has transitioned. Birthdays. Man, I got a slew of birthdays to mention here for the month of October. Amir Armagon. That's my little the youngest, second to the youngest granddaughter, uh, Kasara Armagon, Chris Parks, Nathan Armagon of Good Works. We're going to have him and his uh, uh, CFO uh, on the show in a, in a couple of weeks and talk about what they're doing. And then we got Angel Washington, the crime preventer, and then my sister, Kathy Richardson. All of those folks are birthdays. In fact, Angel, Chris, Kasara, Nathan, they're all on October 18th. So it's early, but I want to say happy birthday upcoming for you individuals. Uh, with that, we're going to um, talk about a couple things. And we have Tony Marshall, who should be calling in shortly because we want him to give us an update on where he is with some of the different things that he's doing to include working on his certification. And it's something how certifications have important place, of course, in our world. But Tony is very skilled, and he does a lot in terms of helping uh, men and women who've been in the armed forces to get their benefits. So uh, it's a good thing that he does. I also want to mention, uh, as we wait on his call, um, Lounge 95 North with... Uh, Sherry and, and Rome Harry, they have a new place up on for 95, called 95 Now, 95 North. It's a lounge that, that they've put together. And, of course, we know that they've been longtime owners of Classic Jewels downtown. So with that, we're going to um, come back on the other side with, with Tony Marshall and uh, wishing everybody well. Again, October is here. We're in the fourth quarter of 2023. Already, West. That is something.
Good morning. Once again, this is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. I'm Dave Washington, your host, and I'm excited to have uh, one of the core members of this of this show. I call him because he, he does so much good for members, uh, former members of the armed forces. Our military brothers and sisters, Tony, helps them a lot. Uh, Tony Marshall, and I always mention Tony and I always give out his number. So, Tony, tell us what's going on in your world, sir. Well, uh, just want to let you guys know, I just came back from uh, Maryland, uh, week classes, uh, getting my certification, uh, just the beginning of the certification, uh, just got back Friday, last Friday, mm-hmm. uh, got a few more things to do before I'm fully certified, but I'll be able to help you guys um, from from my end rather than uh, sending everything to Reno. Mm. So that that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Absolutely. I'll, I'll be able to take care of you myself. But I just want you to know that I'm still working, still processing claims mm-hmm. uh, over at the uh, Veteran Resource Center in North Las Vegas and at the American Legion Post 10 on the west side. Mm-hmm. So if you guys need my help, don't, don't, don't hesitate to call because I'm still here to do what I can do to help you get the benefits that you need. And it's greatly appreciated, Tony. You do as well, and and I know you have two locations that you operate from, and you mentioned them. Get, do you do you know the addresses offhand? Because I always I always just give the cross streets as far as the the American Legion. Okay, the uh, Veteran Resource Center is three zero nine zero East Centennial Parkway, and that's right next to the YMCA on Centennial Parkway in North Las Vegas. And, of course, American Legion Post 10 is 1905 H Street between Lake Mead uh, and Owens uh, on the west side. Mm-hmm. 1905 H Street. You can't miss this beautiful building. Sure. So what are the hours that you run in, in both locations, Tony? Well, there's no walk-ins. You have to make an appointment, so you have to give me a call. Right. My number is 301-537-9465. I'll set you up with an appointment. That way we can get you in. You're not sitting around waiting, mm-hmm. wasting time. Uh, let you know exactly what you need to bring with you so uh, we can move smoothly. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, 301-537-9465. Hey, that's great, Tony. Once again, uh, you all out there, particularly you veterans uh, who need some help, Tony has been doing this for quite some time now. He's going to become a certified uh, service officer. And again, uh, Tony, you have done a, a lot of work out here, nothing but good about the work that you've done uh, out of American Legion Post 10, but now you've expanded to another location as well. So you got to make an appointment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, uh, one thing, you, you definitely want to visit the uh, Veteran Resource Center on uh East Centennial, there's a lot of information there. They also have uh, computers uh, available. If, if you don't have one, mm-hmm. you can come on in, check your emails, or, or do whatever you need to do. They have a meeting room uh, that's available. And uh, like I said, there's just a, a whole source of information there. So just the Veteran Resource Center, 3090 East Centennial Parkway on uh, North Las Vegas. And Tony, just as an as a refresher for me, what branch of service did you serve in? Uh, United States Marine Corps, first to fight. Oh, one of them hoorah guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, all right, Tony, we appreciate you coming in and giving us just an update. And we certainly wish you well in, in your endeavor to become certified. And, and once again, as I've said many times, with or without a certification, Tony has done great, great work to the members of our our military uh, community out there. So uh, kudos to I you. I'm also an advocate uh, for the Nevada Department of Veterans Services. So, you know, whatever kind of information you need, I've I'm pretty sure I can help you out. All right, Tony. As as always, uh, Tony Marshall, our service officer, we appreciate the work that you continue to do for our community. So thank you, and God bless you, my brother. Once again, this is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and More. We'll be having uh, two guests who were on a couple weeks ago, and I knew that they had so much more to say that I've invited them back, and that's uh, Richard Jack III and Antonis Pullum, they uh, they run the program called Gentlemen by Choice, so they'll be on after the break. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on ninety one point five Jazz and. Good morning, once again. This is Veterans Affairs Plus on ninety one point five Jazz and more. As I mentioned to you guys as we were closing out the other segment that I invited two guests back that were on a couple of weeks ago, and I just felt they had a lot more to say. That's Richard Jack III and Antonis Pullen. They are the main thrust behind Gentlemen by Choice. So um, we're going to get going with these guys. we got a, a number of things that I, I'd like them to share with you guys because I think that the program that they run and they, they – uh, made it known to to myself and others that they also do young ladies now, which is which is a godsend. I trust for those parents who have young ladies that they'd like to get uh, on track, if you will. So, with that, uh, brother Jack, why don't you give us a little background on yourself, please? Yes, sir. Uh, retired Air Force, twenty years, twenty one years in the military. Uh, became a school counselor. Met Anthony's when I was working together at Agassi, and we built Gentlemen by Choice from the ground up with love. Brother Anthony's. How you doing there? Uh, native of uh, North Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, been in education space for over 25 plus years, and met um, my brother Jack at Agassi, and like you say, we built Gentlemen by Choice, you know, through sheer will and love. Excellent. Well, I, I, again, I, I just felt like I need to give you guys some more time to to delve into some of the things you've done. And again, until I read your, your book, Jack, I didn't know you guys were operating in four different states simultaneously. Now, that is something that is usually unusual for such a program that was a really more of a grassroots level type program, if you will. But the importance of, of trying to and it's just from my own personal experience, getting young men and now young ladies, getting them on track and and having to know within their heart of hearts that they are somebody they can achieve. It's just a matter of putting in the time and effort. Give me some thoughts. Yeah, Chief. So, I mean, when Anthony and I started the program, we debated as to whether or not we wanted to make this a local program or a national program. Mm-hmm. His passion for education drove the vision to make it a national program in the sense that we believe that what we're teaching is so fundamental 
is so necessary in today's society that we couldn't hold on to it from a local perspective. Mm-hmm. And so when the opportunity came for us to push it out to touch young men across the country, we decided to do that and experiment to see what would happen if it could take. And lo and behold, as we did it, we had more and more requests to grow the program in Tacoma, in California, and in Hawaii. The biggest challenge we faced is that we couldn't find men to continue the program at the level and with the level of professionalism and expectation that we had. Mm-hmm. And so when we built the program, we built it with a very high standard in mind. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to be like anybody else, right. um, but the intentions was to be a national program. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Brother Anthony's? Yeah, so how we expanded, Jack moved to Hawaii to test the waters. And when I was here at Agassiz still, mm-hmm. we had two brothers that, that were from Tacoma. And they came in and saw, you know, what we were teaching. They was like, man, we need this in Tacoma. So that's how that grew. And then we had a a, a young lady who used to work at Agassiz. She moved to L.A. And she's like, hey, it's so needed. So that's how we expanded to uh, four states. And truth be told, if we had them, you know, 49 states right now. And that's just that's just being real because it's so needed in what we do, and, and people have a perception that the youth at a young age can't grasp the concept of leadership, you know, image, financial, and etiquette training. You know, think about this overseas in you know Asia, they teach the kindergartners five, four to five different languages. So if they can learn four to five different languages in kindergarten, why can't we pour? and show, you know, what gentlemen behaviors and ladylike behaviors are at an early age. That's why I love education, I mean, elementary so much, is that you get to pour in at, at such a young age and you get to see the grow. you know, you get to grow with them. You know, like like Jack and I said last time, we have a, a, an original gent who's a junior at St. John, and he he's doing phenomenal things, like, we have so many young men and young women now who are on the campuses across the nation who are doing such great things. And then their parents and themselves are paying homage to Jack and I like, hey, thank you for doing what you guys did and continue to do. You know, so, yeah, we, we just love what we do. And it's not about us. It's about, when I say us, it's not about Jack and myself. It's about them and their parents and the community. And so that's why we're so passionate about it. And and and, and, and we struggle. I, I think our downfall is that we don't promote ourselves enough, like on Facebook and, you know, the IG and all that stuff, because we don't we don't think about that. We just get in and do the work. Right. Right. You know, we don't have we don't have time for, you know, selfies and we, we just get in and do the work. You know, wear the, wear the hard hat and get it done. And I think that's. Uh... Yes, get it done. That's that's commendable because I know a lot of times people want to, you know, they want to get the personal accolades versus, you know, really getting down and dirty. And I think that, again, when I read that book, man, I was just so inspired about what you guys put together. And and I know that when you're working with an organization trying to get board members, officers, et cetera, to have that same passion, have that same drive, it's not an easy thing to do. 
So uh, I, I will con- continue to commend you guys, and you will always have a space on, on this show as long as I, I'm involved with it because I think uh, there's a number of veterans who have children and grandchildren out there who might hear this show and hear about your organization and may reach out. In fact, please share uh, the contact information so one who may be trying to get uh, a young man or young woman involved in something as strategic and as powerful as such an organization as gentlemen and young ladies by choice uh, can get involved with. And Chief, can I add to that, please? Absolutely. Yeah, so when you think about gentlemen by choice, we actually put a lot of the military protocols inside the program, meaning when we go into the schools, we stress discipline and structure Mm -hmm. to our young men and now our young ladies. A lot of times what we hear in the schools that we're servicing is that, you know, behaviors this and behaviors that in a negative way. But when we come in as gentlemen by choice, we set the expectation and the standard and people applaud the fact that we're holding the young men and women accountable. So a lot of what we do was what I learned in the military in terms of organization, structure, going, going. We practice drill, rehearse what we're teaching the young men and women. We expect the expectation, or I'm sorry, we set the expectation high to encourage positive behavior. Um, and then we hold them accountable on a consistent basis. It's not a rah-rah, but it is a straightforward approach to dealing with our youth at our early age. And quite honestly, they respond very well. In addition to that, many of the schools and classrooms we go to are ran by females. So when we step on the campus as men, it changes the conversation and dynamics of the campus a little bit. And so because we're able to go in there and make an impact and we're able to bring some of that structure and discipline into that, mm-hmm. it has a, a, a huge impact on our population. Um, even our protocols and some of the things that we do at our black and white tie gala, mm-hmm. it, it has it has some military um, kind of um, functions in there that we are very proud of. So when uh, Paulum said that we married education and the military background together, that is a very true statement. Yeah, that sounds uh, very powerful. And again, one thing that I've learned over time in my 72 years is that a lot of times people think that young folks won't respond, but they will. And I don't think you got to hit them over the head with a stick either to get them to respond. Gotta, and I know I read a lot of it in your in, in your book about the love that is shared with, with these young folks. And they're more responsive because a lot of times there's no love at home. You know, uh, in single parent households in particular, mom or pop, whoever the, the single parent is dealing with those children, they're trying to make a way in terms of keeping food on the table. So ain't got time to be hugging and rubbing. I'm trying to get out of here where I can get to work and I don't have a lot of time to spend. And that's unfortunate, but I think there's a, a there's a lot that you guys feel in terms of that particular gap. And 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 again, I just believe as Anthony says, you and I have talked about when we were coaching the football and Lanny Hogan told me they'll respond. Just treat them like they're little men. Don't treat them like they're babies because if you do, that's how they're going to act. You got to make people stand up and be accountable to whatever it is that they've done whether good, bad, or indifferent, and if you if you get them on track, most times people will stay there. And and, I, and I'm proud of you guys in terms of what you said about several of your students are are doing great things, and and it it makes you feel good. 
You know that your work was was done for purpose. God put you here to do it, and you're making it happen. So kudos to you guys. Other states. Yeah, I have a quick story. Sure. A quick story about that, too. When we were in Hawaii, Hawaii just had the the massive fires in Hawaii, in Lahaina. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Lahaina. And a lot of the young men and young ladies I, I, I coached when I was over there, they hit us up on Facebook, and I sent my prayers and love to them. And, and you just and, – and they're still reaching out with the appreciation. And I, I received some text messages or an email from a grandmother who said that even during the tragic situation they faced, her grandson still behaved like a gentleman based upon the teachings that we taught. Wow. And so even during adversity, they're still carrying the torch and maintaining their composure and stepping up rather than stepping away from the situation. And so Paul and I are very proud of those kinds of calls because it really um, shows the impact we're having on a very quiet level. Excellent. Excellent. And I think when it's all said and done, that's what it's all about making an impact one young person, male or female, at a time, you know. And you guys are doing a wonderful job, and I think that uh, God will continue to bless you guys in many ways because I know ultimately, and I know one of the things that you did, that you guys did two weeks ago, I think it was, that we uh, we were on air, is a call for action. And, and, and I'm here to say we have got to... As uh, I think Pullum said, hey, if people would give us an hour, you know, and sometimes not, it's not necessarily about money. If you go spend some time and let these young folks see people who've had us attain a certain level of success. And I'm not saying some high level position either, because I know some some guys that will run rings around me and how they've handled their family life and done things in the community. And they ain't got no big time job. Some are custodians. And I'm not put saying that a custodial job is any anything less. That's an honorable job. You're doing what you need to do to take care of your family. So the work that you guys are doing, I believe it's going to continue to make impact. But by the same token, there will be a level of burnout that we can't allow to happen. And it's about it's not about the present. It's about being present. And, you know, the the young men and young women, everybody wants to be seen or heard. Right. And so when we're seeing, if, if you don't see me, I'm going to act out to get that attention. So it's about be, being present. And so, you know, when I have, I have former students that I taught who are in education now, and I share with them, it's about building relationships, routines, and procedures. And that's the core of gentlemen by choice and ladies by choice. Mm-hmm. You know, we build relationships. You know, we love hard, but we, we're fair. Right. You know, students and procedures, they know, they know the expectation. We have high expectations. We hold them accountable. And then that's it. So for when Jack and I go into these classrooms and people are in awe, and I'm thinking, like, this is your job. Hmm. Like, if you have relationships with these kids, they will run through a wall for you. Right. I have students right now that I could call the pull-on posse and some folks will be in trouble. Mm-hmm. This is about the relationships that I built with them. I agree. And so we just we need to have young men, you know, women and men just show up on these campuses because, mm. again, what frustrates me the most, Chief Washington, is that we have some really bright young boys and girls, mm-hmm. really bright, right? But they're being pigeonholed because of a zip code they live in. Mm-hmm. A zip code doesn't determine how smart you are. 
It just sometimes determines the the, the exposure that you get. Mm-hmm. So if they saw like, oh, I can do such and such showed up. Oh, Chief Washington gave. Mm-hmm. Wow, I can be a chief mm-hmm. that he looks like me. He talks like me. And so it, it, that's that's the frustration. Just show up on these campuses because we have some really, really bright young students, some y- young gents and young ladies. We really, really do. Well, I am going to be stepping up, gentlemen, so I'll be in touch offline so you can give me some directions of where you want me to go and spend an hour or two per week. I got that kind of time, you know, and I can't say that I don't. It's just a matter of what you do with that time, and I think it was you, Jack. Somebody said last time, we we all get the same 24 hours, man. It's just a matter of what you're going to do with it. Are you going to help somebody, or are you just going to be selfishly, you know, walking through life, not willing to put any time into anyone else. It makes no sense. And I think that there's great value in what you talked about, Antonis. Uh, relationships are so important, man. I know that there's relationships that I've had over my past that, that really helped me when you look back and you think about those who encourage you. They really, really stand out. And uh, when you see people achieve and you know you've been a part of them, you stick your chest out, but not in a in a way that's that's selfish or or that you just want to be all about about you. And, you know, you getting this acknowledgement. No, it's not about that. It's just the pride that you have in seeing someone that you have touched and they move forward and they take their rightful so, place in society. Go ahead. So, Chief, I can I can say you can walk you can walk around and stick your chest out like I am. I'm a product of your teachings and your belief in us as young men. You know, my mom was just talking about it earlier this morning. She was saying, when I was going to football practice, you know, I had asthma. And she would tell me, she would would say, hey, if you keep wheezing like that, you're not going to play anymore. And I would try to hide it in the car. Mm -hmm. But because I loved loved being a part of that core group that we had, you know, and the great coaching that we had, you know, She's like, okay, I see that you really want this that badly, so I'm going to allow you to participate. Mm-hmm. But it was because I enjoyed coming to practice. I enjoyed, you know, the camaraderie we had amongst each other. And, you know, so you definitely can walk around because I'm a product of you. Mm-hmm. So I just want to thank you for what you poured into my life and also what you poured into GDC and Ladies by Choice. So I appreciate you, sir. Well, I appreciate that. And one thing I tell people each year, I try to send out an email to people who I know, and I say, look, I know y'all got money, and I don't just put it in their face that way, but I say, look, here's several organizations that I make a contribution to, and we all should try to pick some organizations that we know, not just giving it to them to give it to them, but you guys are impactful. And see, I, I, I used to tell people when I used to go speak as a fire service professional that the door that's going to get kicked in may be yours, because you didn't have time to spend with a child to get them on the right That's track. Right. So so what do they do? They act out. And I'm going I'm I'm to get mad because we are, we are so conditioned to having lots of stuff. I'm going to get mad. I, I saw something on the news this morning where, where the thing now is they, they watch somebody go pull up to a store or a gas station and leave their car unlocked, and they jump in trying to grab the woman's purse. I'm like, where was somebody to try to encourage those guys to do good in life? Probably had no one. And that's not to say that all of the children or the young people that we we uh, interact with are going to be perfect 
straight liners. I'm not saying that, but I think that we all have an obligation to try and assist our fellow men and women to be better citizens. So uh, I commend you guys and give some contact information. And again, I'm, I'm calling out folks because I'm, I'm going to get myself busy at least spending an hour or two per week at some school that, that, I, that, that may need me. That I'm sure needs me because, as you guys have said, the number of black males in these in schools and classrooms are so few. And so, Chief, with that being said, I'd like to get advice you to uh, we're going to start, um, hopefully start in the schools sometime in October. We're working with the MOU Memorandum of Understanding mm-hmm. with the Clark County School District to start work in the middle of October. Right now we're planning to hit three elementary schools and two middle schools. Very good. Well, as we wind down, I want to thank you guys. Uh, Richard Jack III, Antonis Pullum, you guys are doing outstanding work with gentlemen and young ladies by choice, so I'm going to help to push to get others involved. So thank you guys so very much. Once again, this is Veterans Affairs Plus on 91.5 Jazz and more. Thanks, gentlemen.